This is Brain Diet, episode 154, Getting Weighed at the Doctor's Office. I love so much focusing on the food we feed our body, but I love even more focusing on the stuff we feed our brain. My name is Taylor Ann Macy, and I am a certified life coach. Welcome to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain the best information. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, and welcome to your also secondary show where you get to have my children's entertainment in the background. They are watching a show. They did all their things. It's now their turn to watch a show, and I'm like, I bet I could go in there and get a solid episode recorded but that's going to mean that the feature of today's episode is a very entertaining show. I don't even know what it is they're watching, but there's music in it, lots of fun colors. So if you hear that, you're welcome. I'm also freezing cold as I'm sitting here recording this episode. And my husband just told me that he thinks we should lower the heat. We keep it right at 70. And he's like, I think we should keep it at 68. And I'm like, are you sure you want to um, stay married to me? Because I don't think we can do this. <laughs> That's how you want to live your life. Just kidding, babe. I love you. But we were looking at our heating bill yesterday and we were like, "Ooh, it's a little bit high because it's been so cold here in Utah. And I walked my son to the bus stop this morning. It was four degrees. And I took my dog on a walk last night. It was like a two and a half mile walk. And I think it was nine degrees. But even still, even after that walk that was freezing cold, I still felt better after it than I did before it. So I was happy. No matter the weather, no matter the temperature, walks are always a good idea. Being outside can always be a useful thing if you do it in the right way, even if it's bitter cold. And even if your husband won't let you keep the heat up to 70, <laughs> but no, it's fine. Saving the money, right? not going crazy with spending money on heating bills. I totally get it. All this to say, welcome to this episode as I'm ranting about my life and the temperature and the weather and my sweet love husband. But we are talking today about getting weighed at the doctor's office. How often in your life has this been something that has crossed your mind in a problematic way? I had a client who was avoiding going to a yearly physical because they were nervous about what the scale would say. And I think they had even had some symptoms that they're like, oh, I need to, I need to get this checked out unrelated to weight, but just health symptoms. And there was still a hesitation in scheduling because of the scale. And it really got me thinking, how often does this happen for you or for people in general where the scale at the doctor's office is a pain point. And for some, it might be more than others, but I would say for many, it is some point of pain because of the dialogue and the painful associations we have with it. Now, it really got me to reflect because 15 years ago, I had an eating disorder and I didn't have in the beginning, I didn't have the medical or mental support that I needed to be able to navigate it. And so it continued to worsen because I wasn't getting the support that I needed, that I didn't even know that I needed. I was really young. And at that time in my life, 
if I saw someone now that was in the same position that I was 15 years ago, I would say to that person, do a lot of work before you step on that doctor scale. If you need to avoid appointments to avoid the scale, make sure you're getting the support to be able to step on the scale if that's something that you need to do. Now, I say that without wanting to say everyone should be able just to step on the doctor scale because that's not true. If you fall into the category of having an eating disorder or having disordered eating patterns, I love you. I love you so much. And there is hope and there is help. And please seek out the help that you need. But if you do not have an eating disorder or disordered eating habits that are severe and problematic and that require therapeutic mental support, but maybe you still have drama about the scale and drama about your body and all of those things, then let's talk. That's what I wanted to talk about today is those of us that have drama and emotional pain and turmoil when it comes to getting weighed at the doctor's office. I have many podcast episodes on the scale, on weight, on the data that we receive by standing on the scale. And the reason that I talk about it so much on the podcast is because for so many people, it's a very, very touchy subject. So much so, obviously, to the point that people will avoid very important medical care because of it. And it's a little bit backwards to me that it's like, in the name of your health, we need to assess your health. And part of that can be standing on the scale. And so it's just an interesting thing that we compensate for. But that makes total sense. And I want to talk about today why it makes sense and what to do about it. Especially for my autoimmune warriors, perhaps doctor's visits are or need to be a regular thing. It's one thing if you have a yearly physical or something that's just every couple of months. And it's another when perhaps you have more regular visits. For example, for me, I get weighed at just about every appointment that I go to. And that's going to be infusions that I receive multiple times a year, MRIs, neurology appointments, anything that I go to, typically they will take my weight at this appointment. So it's something that I encounter very regularly. So like I mentioned, let's emphasize, when you go to a doctor's office, you can request not to be weighed. If you really are not in a mental space where you can support yourself or where you have the support outside of you to bolster you as you navigate the thoughts and emotions that come up around the scale, if you don't have that, then you can request. You can say, you know what? I don't want to be weighed. You can say 100% I need to be here and I will not be here if you weigh me. You can request that of doctors. And I think more so in this day and age, people are becoming much more understanding and compliant with respecting those requests. And especially for those like myself 15 years ago or those that are in a similar situation than I was, I would say it's an excellent option because you want to make sure that you're caring for your mind first before putting yourself in this situation without the necessary support. But let's say that you have a little bit of this drama and you don't fall into the eating disorder category or the disordered eating patterns that are severe category. Those of you are who I want to speak to today and what I want for the rest of you, for those of you that have drama about the scale at the doctor's office is to stop giving your power away. 
Here's what I mean by this. Unpopular opinion time. For me, as someone who gets weighed at the doctor's office regularly, at least monthly, where I just am being shown that number, I also weigh myself at home if I am pursuing specific things with my body. It's something that I do very often. But my unpopular opinion, especially at the doctor's office, is I love every chance I get to be weighed at the doctor's office. I love it. And not in a vain way, not in like a, wow, look at how much my body looks this way or weighs this or whatever, how cool that number is or whatever. It's not in a vain way, although it is kind of in like a, man, my body's so awesome way. But the reason why I love it is because every time it gives me the chance to consciously practice being kind to myself when I know my brain is inclined otherwise, as many of ours are. Because what happens is we take the number on the scale on the scale, and we fear it and we toil over what it says and we can even crumble under the meaning of it. This can happen at the doctor's office or at the gym or even at home where we're so afraid of it and we might get brave enough and we stand on the scale and we look at it. And then what then ensues is just this like melting process of, oh my gosh, everything is awful. I'm the worst. I hate myself. And this whole dialogue that can be so critical and so unkind. Now, the number on the scale is data. It's information. And if what came up on the scale was three different emojis representing your body, we would not have the same emotional response, even if the weight were the same. It is because of what we make it mean based on our own internal thought processes, based on what we have learned in society is acceptable, based on our past data. If it's different than it was 10 years ago, five years ago, a month ago, then we make that mean something extra painful. But all of that pain that comes from getting weighed is entirely from our brain and not from the scale. Because that number, what we weigh, exists whether we know what it is or not. It is not the number that we are afraid of. It is of the terrorizing dialogue that ensues once we see the data. We are so afraid of a self-inflicted wound that we don't even know is self-inflicted. We avoid going to the scale because we give the scale all the power. We think that's what makes me feel so terrible about myself. That's what makes me feel like I'm not good enough is that scale. When in reality, the scale has nothing to do with it. It's you and the way that you are thinking about the scale and the things that you are telling yourself about the number that you see. And then when it comes to being weighed at the doctor's office, we give it even more meaning Like the nurse is going to judge me or my doctor's going to think I'm lazy or someone is going to think that something is wrong with me because we're also considering our own meaning that we give it. And then we're taking into consideration what we assume other people are going to the meaning that other people will give to the number. And with all of that, yes, I can imagine how overwhelming and awful that would feel if you are telling yourself horrible things and then you're assuming that everyone else is thinking horrible things. But here's the truth. The number on the scale at the doctor's office is a neutral number. It's a piece of data. Along with that, people's comments about it, even what people think about it, even if we don't know what they're thinking, even if they were to think something that we wouldn't like, even what they're thinking is neutral. Because their thoughts don't affect us. 
we affect us with how we're thinking about the scale, with how we're thinking about other people's thoughts. Because even if a doctor looked at what you weighed and said something like, oh, you should think about losing some weight, it wouldn't have to mean something painful if you didn't want it to. It's just words. If a doctor looked at your number and said your weight and said you should think about losing some weight in a different language, you would not have an emotional response because you wouldn't be able to take it and give it meaning. It would just be sounds and words. But even when it's in a language that you understand, it's still just sounds and words. And it's not a painful comment until you make it painful with what you make it mean. A doctor could say something like that to you and you could think, you know what? Maybe that's their opinion, but I get to decide for my body what I want to do and how I want to utilize it. Or you could think, that's so nice of this doctor trying to help me. I really think that they're trying to look out for me. I think this comment it really is in my best interest. Does that mean I'm going to pursue weight loss? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But regardless, when you give power to the comments or the number on the scale, you are giving your power away. And especially when it comes to medical care, you also might be denying yourself the necessary help that you need to maybe heal something or to, to feel better or to get proper medications or something along those lines. You're denying yourself many important things when you are avoiding a doctor's office just because of what the scale might say. What if it were possible to welcome getting weighed at the doctor? Consider what that might be like for you because that's how it is for me. I welcome it. I know when it's coming most days and sometimes it catches me off guard, but every time I'm like, let's go. I'm ready for this. And not because it will be a glorious experience, not because it is a glorious experience, but because it will be a useful one. This is kind of how I've been feeling recently with public speaking. I love the chance that I get to share my message. And I have accepted many opportunities lately to speak and to share a lot of what I share in the podcast and the things that I think are useful and that are helpful. But every time I have dread, I have nerves and it's like in the weeks leading up to it. And then the night before the day of, you know, sitting there, it's almost my turn to like get up and speak. I don't feel good. <laughs> it's not a good experience for me because it's uncomfortable and it's challenging and I've done it many times at this point and I hope to do it many, many, many more. But over the course of the last couple of years as I've done it, I've gotten better and better and better at it. And thus, I've been able to share more and more. I've been able to reach more people because I've been willing to feel all the terrible things for the sake of learning how to move through that to then create a better version of myself and to be able to share more with the world. The same goes for weighing yourself at the doctor. Like it might not be the most pleasant experience, but the more that you do it, the more that you welcome it, the more that you open up to the discomfort and have a plan in place for what to do, the easier that it will get and the better your life will be because then it will be more delightful being inside your mind. It won't be this terrorizing dumpster fire every time you step on a scale. Or another example is like exercise in the moment is like one of the least glorious things ever <laughs> because it's painful. It's exhausting. Your blood pressure is elevated. You have high cortisol levels. Like physically, all of those markers would indicate exercise is a terrible thing and it's really not pleasant at all. But 
It's one of the most useful ways to use your body to extend your life and to enhance your quality of life. Opening up to the pain of exercise is actually what makes you get better. Now with exercise, going in with a plan is what's important. Is saying, I have this plan, it's going to be uncomfortable for the sake of the greater goal. And the greater goal in the case of weighing yourself at the doctor is to stop giving your power away. The greater goal is to be empowered in your own brain, to not avoid the scale, to avoid medical appointments out of fear. Imagine if you could walk into any doctor's office and feel empowered and be like, you know what? I welcome this. I welcome the chance for me to stand on the scale, to bring up all of my drama and mental noise and have a plan for how to work through it and to practice over and over and over again. I feel like therapy is a similar process as well. Like going to therapy or even, you know, in my own coaching practice with my clients, it's not comfortable. (laughs) When you go to a mental health professional, a therapist or a coach to process through pain, it is not glorious. It's very uncomfortable, but it is useful because when you do those things, it helps you function in life. It helps you overcome hard things. It helps you feel better in your mind and in your body. This is what it can be going to the doctor's office to be weighed, to welcome it, to welcome it because it will bring up all of the painful things that then you have the chance to clean up and then to subsequently stop suffering from. So here's how that might sound. Here's how this might work. If you consider, if I'm going to open up to this, what's that going to look like? How can I support myself and have a structure to make sure that I can take care of myself through the whole process. You begin by anticipating mental drama before you go to the doctor's office, before you step on the scale, during when you're sitting there, when you're standing on the scale, when the number comes up, when you see it, and after, after you step off, after you go into the room waiting for the doctor now, after when you're driving home. Anticipate that it's going to bring up a lot of pain, a lot of discomfort, a lot of criticism, a lot of unkind, and maybe not a lot, but some degree, some degree of that negativity that perhaps you've just let run on autopilot. And so when you can anticipate it, like I'm consciously choosing to bring this up in myself and it's not going to be comfortable. I'm doing this for the sake of learning how to be empowered when it comes to standing on that scale, looking at that number and smiling and being like, I got this. My body's amazing. So that's step one is you anticipate all of the drama ahead of time, knowing that it will be there. And then step two is going to be to have a plan for before, during, and after the whole process. And that plan is going to consist of how you intend to talk to yourself throughout the process, how you intend to respond to your brain when it wants to have a royal freakout over what it sees. Notice as you go through this process, when you're driving to the doctor, when you're walking up to the scale and afterward, notice where your brain goes and don't judge it. Like it's okay that your brain might have some unkind criticisms. It's okay that your brain maybe isn't very nice about these things. It just hasn't been given any guidance. It hasn't been taught how to deliberately navigate these situations. So it's okay. It's okay that your brain does this. Nothing is wrong with you that your brain might not be very nice when it comes to getting away to the doctor's office. So we don't judge what our brain wants to do naturally, but we do recognize 
that what it's doing naturally, the thoughts that it is thinking, the thoughts that you are thinking are just optional sentences. No matter how critical these sentences are, no matter how legitimate they seem, no matter how true they feel to you, they're still just optional. And that's one of the greatest gifts of thought work, if you will, is to recognize that even if a thought feels true, even if it is true for some reason, you don't have to think it. If it doesn't serve you, if it doesn't feel good, if it doesn't allow you to live the life you want to think, to live the life that you want to live, you don't have to think it. So you notice where your brain goes, you don't judge it, but then you give it conscious direction. You notice, oh, it's wanting to go down the road of criticism. I'm just going to shift it in a different direction and just be like, hey, but you know what? The number is neutral. This number means nothing. And I might make it mean something painful, but I can just remind myself, this is my representation of my gravitational pull. I have a body that's made up of parts of bones and muscles and nerves and blood vessels and organs. And none of those parts is bad. They are only painful or bad or wrong if I make it that way in my mind. Whatever you weigh, it's only emotionally painful because of your brain and what you make it mean. And it might be really painful for you. And that's just because you have very practiced negative thought patterns about what you see on the scale. But it's also something that you have the power to change. You have the power to direct. And even if you can't get to a space of, oh, this is amazing. I love that number. My body's amazing, which you can get to. But if you can't get there yet, I want you to practice neutralizing your body and just say, I have skin, I have tissue, I have organs, I have bones, I have muscles. Because those parts of your body are neutral. They are not good or bad or scary or painful. They are just parts. It's just anatomy. And that's neutral. There's no meaning to that. And we give it meaning with how we think about those parts. So when you can create separation there and recognize, oh, I'm the one that's creating this pain with the thoughts that I'm thinking, what could I try on instead? I have a body that got me here today. I have a body that has allowed me to walk into this office. I have a body that I was able to get out of bed this morning. Because as much as it's uncomfortable and it's a total shift in thinking that might not be natural at first, it is a work worth doing for the sake of power around the scale. And not in a way of like, screw the scale, just in a way of like, I'm in charge of how I feel and no one else can take that away from me. Not even a scale at the doctor's office and not even a comment from the doctor. Consider welcoming the chance to do something kind for yourself, even if it's hard. Doing this, welcoming chances at the doctor's office to weigh yourself, gives you the ability to uncover where you're being unkind and then be slow and deliberate and teach your brain kindness. Give it direction for how you want to think about that number. It also gives you the chance to empower yourself. You have the power at all times to feel how you want to feel based on how you are thinking and how you are directing your brain. So make sure you use it. That's all I have for you, everybody. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you next week. Are you ready to lose weight, but you don't know where to start? I have something for free that can help. Here at Brain Diet, I offer a free set your custom macros call. 
On this call, I'll want to know what your goals are and set you on the nutritional path to achieving them. This is a private call with me where I get all the information about you and your body so I can deliver a custom calorie and macronutrient count that when implemented will lead to weight loss in a kind and nourishing way. And if you're ready to hire a coach to walk you through every step of your weight loss journey, I'll tell you everything you need to know about that too. So if it's your time to start losing weight in a sustainable, healthy, and nourishing way, sign up for this free set your custom macro call at the link in the show notes. I'll see you soon. Thank you.